0: Greetings and salutations, ghouls and gals. Welcome back to the greatest podcast of all time Athenians Talk Drama. I'm your most treasured host, Felicity Madrid, and in this week's episode, we will be discussing a play I rather enjoyed, Angels in America by Tony Kushner. This play evokes so much emotion. It's a genuine, beautiful read. I wish I was there when the play first showed on Broadway, and I'm just jealous for those who were able to see it live in its first showings, but I was not born. It was shown in the early 90s. I was born in the late 90s. But anyway, this week's episode will be in our Q&A format. I will be once again answering listeners' questions, which is my preferred way to record episodes because I can hear from my audience. So without further ado, let's begin. Before we fully are ourselves into the questions and answers portion. Like I always do, I'm going to give some historical background to the play. I always find it necessary to understand the play's context fully. It assists in seeing certain aspects and details. So let's get this started. Uh, Angels in America centers on the AIDS epidemic in the United States. It is set in the years 1986 to 1990 in Manhattan, New York. The information I will be sharing with you is from the website HIV.gov. So please visit the website for further information if needed. I'll be sharing the general information I feel important to the play. Um, HIV and AIDS are sexually transmitted diseases that are passed through bodily fluids. HIV causes AIDS. HIV symptoms are almost fluid-like while AIDS is more serious with weight loss and recurrent infections. The AIDS crisis began in 1981 with the CDC recording the first cases in five young gay men from Los Angeles. It appeared to be a degenerating lung disease, but the men showed odd signs of other infections. The president at the time, Ronald Reagan, and his administration treated the epidemic as a joke. At the time the disease was only affecting gay men it was not a threat to the cis white republicans he ran the country for he showed no concern to battle the disease because of this the government remained silent and i'm going to end this historical note with my own opinion the little reagan did for the lgbtq plus community during their time of need lost the credibility of the republican party and forever solidified them as the villains of american history now that we have the little historical details out of the way, let us begin our QA. Our first question comes from Sergio from Irvine, California. Shout out to the OC. Uh he asks what does the angel represent? So good question. The angel is an odd occurrence in the play, only having brief yet important scenes throughout. She is only shown interacting with prior, a character inflicted with AIDS. The angel is an inspiring being that in evokes a strong sense of power the entire play prior has been reminding himself of his ancestors and the strong name and how he is unable to to fulfill the needs of his namesakes however the angel gives him the title of prophet which takes him from this depressive state of fearing death to having a more comfortable relationship with it so in short the angel is literally an angel a manifestation and the personification of inspiration she allows him to reclaim himself with fearful ferocity. This next question comes from Ryan from Baltimore, Maryland. Our first question from the East Coast in a while. And he asks, Is Roy a villain? Um, yes and no. I cannot just give a simple no. I would argue he's a misunderstood character. He hides from his sexuality to save face. Um being from an older generation, he finds um, being attracted to men shameful and his repressed emotions cause him to be a villain in others lives however he does have his moments where he, he is purely evil and he is a character that it, he is hard to sympathize with he's anti-semitic homophobic and racist he lacks a form of humanity the other characters possess possess which make his death almost easy to watch or read uh, this next question comes from my mom hi mom she asked how would you describe lewis's character lewis is who i would classify as the villain of the play he is this idealist who envisions his life as a perfect creation he has crafted for himself and when this perfect creation is ruined with By um, his partner Pryor's disease, he crumbles. He believes caring for Pryor to be an excruciating thing. So much so that it induces this personal guilt that causes him to leave. And it's heartbreaking to see Pryor cry over him. And he just ruins Pryor's life. He makes Pryor's suffering more unbearable. And he goes and has an affair with Joe, Harper's husband. And he's just an unbearable character is what I would classify Lewis as, and he had cheats on Pryor when he's in the hospital. He's just oh Lewis is just gross. okay next to on to our next question. This next question comes from Joe from Nork, New Jersey. He asked, "What do the hallucinated characters represent? Well, we already answered what the angel represents for Pryor she is not a hallucination but an actual being the angel would be a representation of heaven how prior will ascend to um, heaven with the other with other angels not just the angel who has been visiting him even after revoking the title of prophet he will be in heaven because of his suffering and uh, he'll just be in heaven because of his suffering and for what lewis like i just ranted about had put him through um, Harper hallucinate mis- hallucinates Mr. Lies. He is this travel agent that she interacted with from years prior to the play. He represents her, her need to die. She wants to travel to another place that is not her Valium-trapped marriage. He's um, this travel agent because she he is meant to guide her to her destination, but since she is not dying, she does not know exactly where that will be, heaven or hell. So he's sort of this in-between guide. Roy hallucinates Ethel Rosenberg, a woman he had executed on suspicion of being a communist spy. And he knows she was innocent in that. So she returns and is a sort of preview of his hell, the consequences of his evil. She makes his death, I say, slow death, sufferable. And she, her presence frightens him of dying. So, that concludes this episode for today. Now it's time to say goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this little discussion of Angels in America. I sure have enjoyed talking to you about this play. And just because COVID is here and we're all social distancing and staying safe doesn't mean we cannot enjoy drama. I would recommend watching the HBO show of Angels in America or even listening to the audiobook version of the play read by the broadway cast on audible i did and it was so amazing it had nathan lane andrew garfield so my two favorites so remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave comments notes or critiques tell your friends about us and this has been athenian Talk drama i am felicity madrid signing off and fare thee well